You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. When it comes to entertainment in Los Angeles, one production company has it on lock. Young Baca Productions. From a bi-monthly show at the airliner in Los Angeles, to the many shows, to the B-Side Forum, to the State of Battle Rap on the B-SideChannel.com, Young Baca Productions are putting together the dopest entertainment in Los Angeles, California, and beyond. Check them out on Wait the Flock Up Send You, YoungBacaProductions.com. 93.5 KD presents Hip Hop Harvest, November 23rd, 7.30 p.m. The Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles, California. Featuring The Game, Method Man and Red Man, Dilated Peoples, Exhibit, Corrupt Young Gotti, and much more. Get your tickets at AXS.com. WakeTheFlock.net will be in the house. Pictures, videos, interviews, and much, much more. This is 93.5 KD for more information. Yo, what's up? This Yo, is Cookbook, and, and this is Inside the Inside Artist the Studio. Artist studio. My name is Jason P. Soto from Los Angeles, California. I was born in West L.A. I grew up on music. I grew up playing the piano singing. I grew up on rap, on real rap and hip hop. One day, I decided to rap. When I started rapping, I had many names. But by a chance occurrence through a freestyle that I spit out of my mouth, I uttered the words cookbook. And for whatever reason... My punk-ass friends thought that that was a cool name, Cookbook the PR. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So, the name Cookbook came uh, accidentally. Yeah, so, uh, We Are Freestyling. I had some other rap name. Uh, we Are Freestyling. Whoa, 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 what was the rap name? I, I have many rap names. Okay. I think at that time it was uh, Sublingual. I got it off a commercial oh. for some vitamin drops that were called Sublingual B. And that stuck oh, for shit. a while. Yeah. And then, like, if you listen to the first L.A. Symphony album, um, my name was Sublingual on that very first one. And uh, so, yeah, so I was freestyling. I was saying, like, yo, I make beats. I rap. I can engineer and produce, blah, blah, blah. I got the recipe. I'm like a cookbook or whatever. I don't know what exactly I said, but I said something along those lines. And then the, the homies just latched on to it and was like, yo, that's your name. I was like, what are you talking about? Cookbook? Yeah. And honestly, I don't really like that name, but it's been so long. You I'm don't really it. even like? Well, yeah. what about like a, a renaissance, like a remaking? You know, like I'll give you an example. I have uh, I, one of the things too that I've been so lucky to do with, with the show is uh, actually start off like a friendship with some of the artists that I interview. Yeah, yeah. And I got to know Spawn from Atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's going through a, a renaissance himself, and and now he's wrecked the heavyweight. Mm-hmm. His name's Derek, so he will right. wreck the heavyweight. Got it. And he's like, yeah, I just was spawned for so long, and I just wanted to kind of leave that behind. And with you kind of just uh, doing your thing outside of LA Symphony, that never came to your to mind. No, I okay. So here's the story. Um, 
I've often thought about changing my name. When I first came out of LA Symphony, I thought it was a really bad idea because I felt like I was going to ride the wave of LA Symphony. So for me to change, it's just another reason for that people not to know who I am or what I'm doing. And I thought it would be an easier transition, but I found out that that didn't really matter. So I went on, but then now I've, I've built myself back up. I mean, my latest album is called A Whole New Cook. So I think I'm pretty much doubling down on the name. Yeah, I don't doubt. I, I just, uh, you know, I, cause I, I, I knew it was going to be something like, uh, cause you know, you, you're the chef, you cook it up, you, you, you well, yeah, I mean, it is that. Yeah. That's what I said in a freestyle. Most of, most of the time, I've been telling the, the real story now, but for the mo- most of LA Symphony time and like up until maybe even a couple years ago, that's what I would say. I'd be like, yo, you know, it's cause it's like, you know, chef with the recipes, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's cool too. That is cool. It's cool. Yeah, but, like, uh, you know. I always picture like bus driver was like, yo, I'll take these motherfuckers to school, bro. Like, yo, yo I'm, I'm a bus driver. Like, in that, like, I always pictured in my head, like, that's how yeah, he came yeah. up with the name, you know? Yeah. Because growing up, I'm like, bus driver, that's the weirdest name. It ever. is a weird name, yeah. I don't know if it's the weirdest name ever. But he'll take you to school, bro. Like, that's Cookbook that's, might be the weirdest <laughs> name ever. I'm just saying. Cook, cookbook's out there. Cookbook. I'm in competition <laughs> yeah. with a lot of people for that. I'd say I'm, I'm pretty, like. Who else do you think has a weirder, or which just as weird as cookbook? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't think about it too much, to be honest with you. Okay, good. That's good. But Bus Driver's a good example. Right? Like, it's just like... He's the homie. He's cool, but it is a good example. It's like... Dude, growing up, I used to... Like, Bus Driver... You know, and you have that time where, like, for a little bit, you just listen to one artist, like, over and over and over and over again? Yes, Bus Driver was like that with LMNO. I was on LMNO forever. I was just like... And then he he started doing stuff with Match Out, and I was super excited because they were going to do a group called perfect strangers that's tight and they did one track and they i've never heard anything who, who was balky in that scenario what do you mean oh because no 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 i know i know i'm just kidding hey but you know that it's funny you mentioned that because on my album the only guest spots i have besides djs is those two guys match out and elemental on the same song yeah yeah. Maybe we have to play that one. We'll play it. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, a whole new cook. Talk to me about this. Okay. When did it even start? Uh, when did you even like give birth to the thought of the idea? Okay, so um, there's a couple of, of things. So, for a long time, you know, I've been a fan of dilated people for a long time, and I've been friends with them for a long time. So, we've been cool, whatever, whatever. So, me and Ev had talked about doing a record for a while, and that just, you know, it took a while to come to fruition the other thing is is the actual album title a whole new cook i always wanted to do a song where i sample evidence where he says that last page i left off a good look this ain't the next chapter it's a whole new book about to steal the game i'm a whole new crook baking up that fire i'm a whole new cook and i always heard that and always thought like that'd be a dope so when it came time to do this album I came into it with that quote already ready in my back pocket, doing the album with the guy who actually wrote those lyrics and said them. And I knew I was going to do a song called A Whole New Cook. And then as we did the record, I was just like, that's the perfect name for the record too. You know what I mean? Because it just fits. It's perfect. So then when did you actually approach evidence with the idea? Okay. So just to give a quick history of what this is, is that I this is the third in a three-part series, which may be four parts. It depends on how I feel of EPs that I wanted to do called CBEPs, you know, like cookbook EP, CBEPs where I specifically took my hands off the beat making side of things. And I went to friends, you know, that I had in my network that I knew were dope producers that were doing their thing. And I wanted to make a record with a different producer every time. So the first one I did with, um, with Rhett Matic, which was 
Phantom Menace. The second one I did with Blue, which was Yes. And then this one uh, was with Evidence. So I, I had been talking to him, uh, I think even back when I when I did the 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 Redmatic one, I was like, look, I'm doing this series. I, I definitely want to do it with you. And he was like, no doubt. Just let me know. You know, we could do it. So once I did the blue one and I was ready to start, and then I just approached him. So I, I dropped the blue one at the end of 2013, but because of like time scheduling and stuff, it was really hard to like get it started. And that's why, um, Whole New Cook didn't come out to the beginning of 2016. So it was like a, a two year span. I released like, um, other stuff and like collaborative things or just different things during that span. But then, but this record just took a while to do just because of our, we're both real busy, especially him. What was it about evidence in particular that you, you were so drawn to working with him? Well, um, I've always been a fan of dilated. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of their, their simplistic and very clear approach to rap. Right. They're like, yeah, this yeah, is what absolutely. we do. So if we're on Columbia records or we're on ABB, we're on this. This is what we do. We do, you know, beats, rhymes, in life. We do boom bap. We do this. This is who we are. And I like that clear, simplistic approach. And I've also always been a fan of his. I've been a fan of his since the first time I heard him rap. But I've also been a fan of his beats. And but that, yeah, but that came later on in his career, right? The the action. I think he always made beats too. But I think when he really started making a name for himself, it might have been a little further uh-huh. in. Yeah. I, I'll I'll give you a funny story. The first time I actually met Evidence, I was just hella young and excited. And uh, we were at what used to be called the Key Club. In, I wasn't even in the Key Club. I was in the front. He was standing out front. And it was around the time that I think the platform came out. Mm. And I, I went up to him. I was like, what's up, yo? No, no. It was in the Earlier? 2000s. No, no. no I think platform? Was- 2000? So then it must have been maybe the second album. Okay. Because I feel like it was in the 2000s that I met Okay. Him. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I went up to him and I was like, yo, what's up, man? Cookbook LA Symphony. Oh, okay, cool. You know, most people have like had heard the name. So he was like, okay, cool. LA Symphony, dope. And I was like, yo, man, just to let you know I'm a big fan. And I was like, yo, I love that beat you did on, I forgot the name of the song. It was something on the platform though. That's why mm-hmm. I have the platform mm-hmm. in my brain. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that beat was so dope, bro. I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan. He goes, oh, thanks, man. Uh, Alchemist made that beat. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, uh, all right, man, I'm out. <laughs> and Alchemist has got to be responsible for tracks that you didn't Bro. even know are Alchemist, right? Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I was bumping, uh, I was bumping the Schoolboy Q album for weeks before I realized that my favorite songs were Alchemist beats. I didn't even know he worked with Q like that. Bro, he did, uh, he did, uh, the, what's the, Break the Bank? Yeah. Did, oh, it's my you, favorite you song know, now. Uh, the, I saw him. I, and this was a, even even years back. I, I think he just got signed with Shady. I saw him on the on the Eminem, Kanye West, uh, 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 Little Wayne, yeah. Eminem song. The what is it, forever? I think it's called. Yeah, with Drake, right? And I and I and I did like a double take because I'm like, is that Alchemist in the back? Yeah. And yeah, that was Alchemist. And I'm like, whoa, shit! Like, yeah. I wonder if Alchemist had something to do with that. But like, it was just like I think it was M like displaying his his. He did a he did a beat on. I think it was the Carter Four for Little Wayne. <sighs> it had like here, Cameron dude. on it. it yeah, was, I was like, dude, this dude is blowing up. That's crazy. Anyway, but so that was the first embarrassing moment. <laughs> and then as as the years went on, yeah. like you know, I, I just would hit him up. And then um, when we did um, when we did the LA Symphony album Disappear Here, uh-huh. we had the track Timeless, which he produced. So I approached him at mm-hmm. that time and. 
he produced that. So I got an, an idea of how he produces and we were all in the studio with him at that time too. So it was like little like seeds planted along the way. And even after that, um, I, I started hanging out with him a lot more after we did that song. And um, he, he'd have me come by sometimes because I play the piano and stuff. So mm-hmm. sometimes, I, you know, I roll through and I'll play like, like if you hear the new Defari song, mm-hmm. like I, that's me playing the bass, like keyboard bass on, mm-hmm. on the, the latest Defari single. So there's like little things where I've played on that, you know, you may or may not. I don't care about if I get like on the credits or nothing. I just, mm-hmm. he's a homie. He's done right. a lot for me. So I'm like, dude, anytime you need me to play some keys or bass lines or whatever, just call me and I come through. So you said that you wanted to do at least three or at least these three where it was yeah. like, you don't touch the production keys at all yeah yeah how much production do you usually have on an album well if you look at the last full album i did which was smell of success i probably did 90 percent of the production really there was two maybe three beats that weren't mine Uh uh-huh and um and that's great and actually it feels really good like some new singles right now that i'm releasing are over my production again Mm -hmm. and it feels great it feels good i'm like oh yeah i remember this feeling how good it is to like really connect with the entire of what I love about. speaking to uh, I gotta find a word for it for artists that are uh, multi uh, talented like cross mm. the boards because I get such a different opinion about yeah. this specific thing the other day I, I sat with EQ and EQ was like yo uh, uh, my production is this that and the other and I'm like yeah but you know that, that's the that's the bonuses of like spitting over your own beats he goes dude I never rap over my own stuff it doesn't work I can't my brain doesn't yeah. function like I stutter over it uh, I got a good friend Eddie Fica who, who does the same thing dude mm-hmm. I can't spit over my bars I can't spit over my own beat I just something in my brain doesn't allow me to kind of like yeah reach that level of creative creativity that I would if I had just like a blank uh, well, I, I don't from somebody I, else. You know? I don't have that well, problem. Wh- wh- but what I haven't rapped over my own beats since uh, that album, Smell of Success, which was the end of 2012. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing the, the EP series. And so everything I did since then, or guest spots have been over other people's beats. What is the difference that you feel, let's say, on your beat, you know, as opposed so to somebody I, else's? I, uh, w- well, there's a certain tones that I have that other people maybe have different. So I have like a certain like... And when I say tone, I don't mean like like notes and stuff. I mean like the vibe. You know what I mean? Like whether it's more upbeat or happier sound or um, something more melodic because I tend to do things that like I end up singing on hooks and stuff a lot because whatever the beat drew out of me, that's what it drew out of me. So, and, and I since I play the piano, you know, I'll play a lot of keys on top of, like I might chop up some stuff, you know, drums and maybe some samples, but then I'm playing on top of that and everything. And, um, and I still do that, like the, and you know, uh, so I think that, that for me, I know the rhythms and pockets cause I wrote, I made them and, um, and I go really off feeling too. So if I don't feel it, I just either, you know, give it to one of my artists that I have on my label or I put it up for sale. Um, but if I feel it, then I just go with it. Now, do you write individually or do you have to have a beat, uh, to write to? I do both. So I. I'm always rapping like in my brain. So I don't always write it down. I just like, I'm always freestyling or thinking of rhymes or thinking of bars. And if they stick, I keep them. If not, I just let them go, but it's just kind of flexing the muscle. Um, but then when I sit down to write, yeah, I like to write to the beat and, um, which kind of reminds me of the story about a whole new cook. Uh, day one, when I went into the studio with Ev, you know, he kind of set up the ground rules for how we were going to do the album. And one of the things he said was like, I'm not the type of producer that's going to give you a CD with beats and you're going to go home and pick and write and all that. That's not how we're doing this. He's like, matter of fact, I'm not giving you any of my old beats. 
Say, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ma- either have a beat that I made that day. And if you're feeling it, you write to it. Or you're going to sit here and I'm going to make the beat with you right here in the room. We're just going to make it together. I'll make it. And if you're feeling it, you start writing right there and we do it right on the spot because I want it real organic and real natural. And I was like, dope. Because see, this project was the epitome of the reason why I did CBEPs because I wanted a producer with a completely different spin and take on music and, and a different viewpoint to literally produce me, to reach in and draw out of me a different side of me that that wasn't in there. And I started getting that with the other two for sure. But this one was like the culmination, like the ultimate, like just ripping me out of what I naturally do. Cause I naturally write a certain way or do a certain thing that he was like, no, you're not doing that, you know? And, um, so every beat was made right there on the spot or I walked in and that's something he made that morning. It wasn't like we went through a lot of stuff. He'd be like, Hey, I made this this morning. Do you like it? Dude, that's dope. Okay. That's yours. So it could be any given day. Like Defar, I could walk through the room and he could have got that beat or, I don't know, Action Bronson or Mad Child or whoever was rolling through a studio that day. He's like, I made this. You like it? So if I just happen to get there and I get this freaking heat of a beat, he's like, cool, take it. Dope. Start writing or whatever, you know? That's that's the beauty of working with somebody and, uh, and not to liken myself to evidence on any level at all because, it, it, I mean, it's- Oh, here we go, bro. But, but what I'm saying yeah. is is okay. uh, like uh, all, everything that I do, especially, every, including all my radio stuff, yeah. It's all freestyle. It's off the head. I don't have questions. I don't have anything written down. Yeah. And what I, what I, the people at the radio station kind of look at me and they're like, yo, like, you know, how are you doing? And I'm like, dude, it's the factory. It just comes yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, I don't yeah, store yeah. and like prepare jokes or puns or quins to like jump in with. Like, it's just, I naturally just feel yeah, what yeah. I'm feeling and then I'll spit it out. Yeah. But yeah. Some, not, if you twist that down to like evidence and like that level of talent where he's so confident in yeah. the amount of stuff that he just puts out and he trusts that it's fire for you or fire yeah. for action or fire for whoever. Bro, that, that's the beauty of like an, an artist that's just like, uh, you know, like, yeah, take it. I don't need like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, do it. And it's like that. So, like tomorrow, I'm gonna go play some like keys or primarily bass lines on beats of his tomorrow. And I guarantee you, tomorrow I'm gonna walk through the door, and every like he'll probably fire up like ten beats for me to play on. And I guarantee you, every one of them will be bangers. Crazy dude. Like every time I go over, it's like that. He's like, "Here, what do you think of this one?" I'm like, "Jesus." And then he plays the next one. I'm like, "Jesus." But let me give you credit on this because instead of of doing what's comfortable, right? What's comfortable? Like, okay, I know what I want. You know, you know what, Ev? You know, I'll take. You know. I'll take the beats and I'll, let me work. No, he's like, no, we're going to do it here. And you're yeah. like, all right, let's do it. Like you're up well, for I, that challenge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I pro- that's why I did it. I promised myself that what I was going to like completely like turn over my, like take off my producer hat and turn turn my will over, you know, to the producer and let them do whatever they want to do. And um, so that's what I did. And and he's the one that took it up mo- the most and said, oh, you're going to let me do it? Okay. Like Rhett did it a little bit. Blue, not as much. Blue is like, nah, you're dope. Um, but Ev, and Ev told me too, he's like, I would write, but he's like, look, I already know you're a dope rapper. I think you're a dope rapper or I would not do the project with you, first of all. So if I say like switch a line or something, it ain't because I, I don't think you're dope. He told me that from the beginning. He's like, because I don't do music with people I don't think is tight. So just take that off the table. You know what I mean? And so that way we can work. And, and if I say like, you know, cause I would write, I wrote whole verses that I was like, God, this is heat. And he would be like, yo, no, that is a dope verse. You're right. But that's not what I'm feeling for the song. So I want you to change, you know, these bars or switch it around. And I would do it. I would just do it. I'd be like, all right, well, 
you know, you, these verses are not your children, bro. They're just words. So just get rid of but, them and go but on to the next. Now, now let's talk about this line, and then we, I want to get into the first track. Right? Okay. But let's talk about this line real quick that in my head is drawing, and it might not even be what's happening, but so would this be more accurately a cookbook and evidence collabo album? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a true, like, rapper-producer album in this truest and fullest sense. Like he literally produced me, like he produced my lyrics. He, uh, you know, he, I was in his vocal booth and he was telling me if I, if he wanted me to say it a, a certain way, he would, I would say it, you know, he, he would give me the freedom to be an artist. And he, he's like, I don't care what you're talking about. That's your personal business. Whatever you want to talk about, that's cool. Um, but if he had a certain idea overall of like how he wanted things to fit or what he wanted it to, ha- what he wanted to happen. So he would tell me that too. And I, I would accept that input. And then he'd go, okay, now, you know, do with it as you will. And then he would let me spit it. And even if I had like an idea that I was kind of really sold on, he'd let me go run through it a few times, even if he already knew in his brain something else. And I learned quickly to trust him too. Cause I'd be like, nah, dude, I think we should do it this way. And he'd be like, all right, go ahead. And then after a while, he'd be like, okay, now do this. And I would do it. And I'm like, oh, shit, that sounds tight. He's like, yeah, you know, next. You know, so he just, he knows what he's doing. And it's real dope to to have a guy that like, and he's confident too, because we're all rappers. You know, he's a rapper. I'm a rapper. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not like insecure, like about what he does. He's fully confident. So he's confident in his ability. So he's like, yo, you rap dope too. So cool. But I'm also confident that I can mold that, you know, and he's, he's producing a producer. Like I produce people the same way and I produce vocals and I work with people too. Um, but the fact of, of the matter is that, uh, (laughs) ouch, (laughs) the fact of the matter is like, you know, me just like succumbing to the process and allowing it to happen is, is, was key for me to really, that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody to produce me like that. So it was all good. That's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful no, thing. No, I'm, dude, I'm so excited. Like, I just want, I'm picturing myself just like watching you talk to Evidence. And, like, <laughs> evidence, this guy, you through all this stuff. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. in my head as a little hip hop kid, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking insane. <laughs> like, this is so, and I'm so, I'm so glad that, cause you, I guessed it. Remember? You did. That's true. <laughs> You're the only one who guessed it too. Yeah. So many people were asking. We, you know, I had the first two done. And yeah, I, I remember yeah. I was, whatever I was doing, whether it be interviews or shows or whatever, people would always ask who's going to be a third producer. Because right, I, right. I was talking about, I was like, yo, the yeah. third producer is going to be crazy. But he didn't want me to announce it too, by the way. He really? T- he said, don't announce it. We don't want that extra hype. And plus, he was right because we we're both so busy. It did take a while to get it done. So if we had announced right away, Cook and Ev, they'd be like, where's that record? Where's that record? And then, the anticipation might reach too high and then even though it is it lives up to it like it might be too much hype so he's like wait till it's like super done and then we'll make a big announcement that's what we did so we waited it was like completely mixed and everything and then it was finally time to announce it It, the the credit that I love while listening to this that that I'll give you 100% is you being able to like take the beat right and then like actually keep up with like evidence production you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which well, is very difficult to do because I'll hear these kids who are like, obvious, because you know, I get stuff sent to me like all the time. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, dude, this is like a download from like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it just outmatches the lyricism. Yeah. Like the beat is so Dope. vibrant and loud and just like in it, in the, the, even like just the mix, I can tell like, okay, well, you didn't. Yeah. The guy wasn't sitting in front of you. It wasn't a mix and match. The tones, you know, like it was just you spitting over somebody else's things, but you were able to carry your ideas and your yeah. kind of inspiration on every track consistently. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Ev told me too from the beginning too. He goes, look, man, you know, I, I want what I want, what I want to see is just like that pure lyricist side of you. I want you to really spit, you know, uh, he goes, because my production is a very stripped down bare bones style and it exposes MCs. You know, it's almost like just a drum beat. Like, what are you going to do with that? You know, it's like, it's not all these extra sounds and stuff to where you can hide any weak moments in your raps in it. So like your raps from front to beginning have to be, you know, every line has to be on point. And he told me that from the beginning. I was like, okay, cool. And then there, you know, as we started working, like I started noticing what he was talking about. Like, oh, I could see, you know, it'd be like a real spacey kind of open beat. And you're like, oh, I, you know, and they're slow. So you start rapping and you're like, okay, I see what he's talking about. And then whenever he did interject, like, hey, you know, maybe we should change these four lines or switch da da da. I, I was starting to know ahead of time to like, yeah, I can feel that I'm going to need to change this. And then he would say it too. And we'd be like, oh yeah, let's do it. Because it, it and mostly was only for like maybe the first two songs um, until we like locked in. And then I started to know what he wanted and then I was able to write and then I would come and I would write the way he wanted, but I would get to say what I wanted to say and it would work in his production because I got to know it real quick after the two songs. That, you know what I mean? Like, so it started to be a real smooth process once you got into the groove it just kind of yeah 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 let's let's talk about the the first song you want to play yeah so the first song is the first song on the album actually it's the title track uh called a whole new cook it was probably the fourth song i actually recorded but um it felt right to start the album off with it and um this one i like i said i came to the project with the idea that i've always wanted to sample evidence saying i'm a whole new cook well did you let him know that yeah i told him yeah. and he was like yo that's dope like yeah. i didn't even think of that yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so he, he was really into it and then we were just waiting for the which beat it was going to be right and when he made this beat i was like i was listening to it i was there while he was making it listening to him <clears throat> he had like one version of the drums and then he wasn't happy with it and i had to leave and i said i can come back in a couple hours he goes don't worry about it when you come back i'll have these drums right i came back and the drums were as they are now like dope and the way I liked it, and I was like, yo, this is it. This is a whole new cook. And he said, and when I said that, he was like, yeah, definitely, this is it. And so um, so this is a whole new cook, man. And uh, it's me rapping, Ev on the production, and DJ Rome's is the, the DJ who scratched up that quote. I'm a whole new cook. This ain't the next chapter. It's a whole new book. Last page I left off a good look. This ain't the next chapter, it's a whole new book. I'm a whole new cook. I'm a whole new cook. I'm a whole new cook. This ain't the next chapter, it's a whole new book. I'm a whole new cook. I'm a whole new cook. I'm a whole new cook. This ain't the next chapter. There's nothing more dangerous than a man who's at his limits Fuck the fake shit to hell with all the gimmicks When his soul's diminished Hold on to the vision when the mission seems like outer limits Crowded artist districts Minus digits seem to cloud the image Rowdy kids with cloudy piss Scowling cause they down with this Howling at the moon and wilding out It's astounding bitch Make a wish and that shit will not be granted Make a fist and take a risk and you could take the planet I take a chance on me being 100 PCT, CDC, the old greedy you see me in my humanity 
humanity Beat it with your beliefs Is that the peak of my insanity? Candidly speaking, I bequeath my Christianity Love it or leave it Struggle to keep it a secret The fact that my beliefs are leaning more towards the secret Than what you preaching It ain't me that you reaching So leave it be Leave my name out your teaching We'll call it even Like bad grandpa testicles Guess I'm rejectable Rejected out the festivals Tossed in receptacle That's why I talk trash Spit parking lot jargon I don't bark, I kick ass I came in last, dude I have no fans The fuck I look like Not trying new plans This ain't a fad This is me shedding snakeskin This ain't Satan This is the complete Jason I am the danger, not a stranger to the controversy Misunderstood from the beginning, what you say don't hurt me Burn me bridges so that I must win the inner war Pulled out the matrix, had to change what I was in it for Rap practitioner, attack like a minotaur That thinking miniature to say that I am immature If getting yours is crazy, then I'll be insane I'm liberated and vibrating on a higher plane Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a whole new cook by me, Cookbook, and the homie Evidence. Evidence on the beat, me on the raps. That song, uh, it it's probably my favorite or my second favorite, my top two songs from the album. And one of them is just because I really love the beat. And two was like having that quote for so many years that I wanted to use and finally using it was another reason why it made it my favorite. Um, three was how I rap on it because I felt like by the time I recorded the song in the process, I, I really knew what Ev wanted and I knew how to just like, you know, do what I do and fit it into what he wanted. So I love the patterns. I love the flow and I love everything I'm saying. But the fourth and possibly the most important thing is through the process of the CBEPs, I've been growing as a person and and really getting to the point where I'm completely myself. Uh, publicly as well as privately, you know, not just being myself when I'm not in front of the crowd or, you know, and, and saying how I really feel regardless of how people might respond to it, you know, and really finally being okay with the fact that like, Hey, I'm going to be me a hundred percent me and, uh, and let the chips fall where they may, you know, and I have a lot of fans that, or probably I don't have them anymore that wanted me to be a certain way or stay in a certain type of a box that I just hadn't been in in a long time. But I kept 
keeping myself there thinking that they were supporting me or still rolling with me. And when I looked around and said, I'm not even being my 100%. I was being myself in my music, but I wasn't being 100% myself in my music because I thought I was catering to a certain crowd that wasn't really checking for me anyway. So I was basically like, screw them then. And I'm going to do this. So when I had the quote, a whole new cook, you know, this ain't the next chapter. It's a whole new book. It was an opportunity for me to really just almost put the period on that sentence. Like I'm fully myself. We're not even going to talk about this no more. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I just went all in. And if there is, if there was any like inner anger left in me, I think it came out on that track too. Where would that anger just, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, part of it is like, uh, I mean, this is will be too long of a story, but like my my inner journey, there there was probably some anger towards myself for allowing myself to to feel like I needed to be a certain way for people to either like me or this certain groups of people, you know, whether they're like more conservative, let's say, or whatever, want me to be a certain way because that's how they've seen me because of my past with LA Symphony or whatever, that I just wasn't that person. I hadn't been that person for a long time, but it didn't reflect publicly. You feel what I'm saying? And I didn't like that anymore. And I was angry maybe at myself and angry at people who put that kind of pressure on you whether they even realize it or not but people do realize it because there's a whole group of i guess you could call them a faith community that has no problem like crucifying you when you're not how they want you to be but i got to be myself because how am i going to be happy if i'm not myself you know what i mean what do you think the biggest difference is from la symphony cookbook to the growth that you've done now so i think that uh and one of the things is like I didn't know who I was as an uh, as an artist because, at, or at I only know to I only knew to a to a level and I knew how to do my music within the confines of L.A. Symphony and I knew how to express certain viewpoints that I did agree with that definitely worked in the context of L.A. Symphony and their fan base et cetera et cetera. But you can only be so much yourself or know yourself so much when you're only doing four lines, eight lines, maybe an occasional sixteen, you know, here or there. So when I became a solo artist, that's when I I had to go on a journey of like, who am I then as an artist, as a man, as like, what am I trying to say to the world all alone without, you know, other dudes to be responsible to what I say, you know, and a crowd or whatever, just me all alone. And I think that the growth, it really is just, it. you know, I'm still me. I'm still love to clown around, just be whatever who I was then. But I'm also not to, to I'm not afraid to share whatever people might think is negative or the ugly side of things or or maybe better stated my viewpoints that I feel very strongly about that are strongly maybe contrary to other people's viewpoints right and not being afraid to be like oh well that's how I feel you know if you have a good argument I'll listen to it and if I uh if it changed my viewpoint great but if it doesn't oh well yeah you know and just being okay with that I think that's the biggest change do you think that there was some kind of connection or like link between you and ev because ev kind of i don't want to put words in his mouth but went almost through the same thing that you did having been a part of this established group gone to his solo career and started to really label himself as not only as someone that is capable to work obviously within a group context yeah but now as evidence solo i i definitely think so and i think he he looked at his solo thing with similar things like, man, I hope this goes over well. I knew it was going to go over well. I knew it. 
And I even told him that back when he was, and I don't think he was like insecure, scared. You know, I don't want to paint a, a, a incorrect picture of him, but I mean, it's something that artists think about. They're like, well, damn, are they going to still feel me the same way? And with his, in his case, they did. And in my case, they didn't. And I was still doing my solo music in, in the framework of an LA symphony album, the same way we always did it. And I thought I'd be accepted and I wasn't. I mean, people like me, they, they didn't reject me, but they just weren't checking for me. Like the same way they were checking for LA symphony. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why the hell wouldn't you? Like, what was, what did you come, what conclusions did you come to? Like, why wasn't that happening? Um, I think because people like the bigger group and me personally, my my personal responsibility in it was that I wasn't establishing myself and branding myself as me within the confines of LA Symphony. Mm. I was I was a, a team player to to my detriment. You know what I mean? So I kept I kept uh, I kept, which is so, okay. I don't I don't regret what I did, but I would have just added to it. Um, more things that d- point the finger to me as an individual too, but it's tough when you're in a group to do that. And also, I'm picture. It's tough to do that, but it's also like you might not even want to risk that because you don't want to sh- take shine away from the group. Well, that right? too. And then there's definitely that aspect when you're in a group, people you step out, and people in the group will hate on you. I mean, we've all experienced it mm-hmm. in LA Symphony, mm-hmm. even like mm-hmm. at different times and other like so. Oh, it's like that. Oh, so you doing that now? You know what I mean? And it's like God, dude. Just you know, it's like they forget that there's. There was a day where you guys were not LA Symphony, exactly, right? and the LA Symphony started as a, as a collective like Living Legends that mm. was just a collective of solo right, artists right. or uh-huh. little groups within it. Um, but you know, it, it's okay. Like we were all super young when it started, and we were told by a record company to not be a crew and to make LA Symphony a group and put all our solo stuff aside, and we did that. But when everything was gone and we should have been doing way more solo stuff in the stat, we were still just like. All, you know, Ellie Sim, Ellie Sim, and we really believed it. It's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't regret it. I learned a lot from it. And I think I would, re- I, I did spend a lot of time, and this is part of my growth and part of a whole new cook. I did spend a lot of time being angry about that, being angry about the past, being angry about, about the mistakes that I perceived that I made. You know what I mean? Like, and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, and just kind of looking back always and saying, God damn, do I could have just like, I'm so upset that I'm in this place. And I think it reflected in the music in a lot of ways. Like, again, I'm, I, I'm cannot help but be like a happy dude, like a, you know, really bright, upbeat dude. But you can hear in the music some of the complainingness. I think you could hear like, uh, there's definitely a lot of points where like, oh, these fools sleeping on me. Like you hear me rap about it. If you go back to my older stuff, like, um, smell of success probably didn't have it as much, but, you just keep going back and even in Cook and Uno, I think an ongoing theme with the Cook and Uno records, we did that a lot. Like, because in LA Symphony, him and I in specific always felt very slept on. Like, dude, we're dropping dope. We're dropping gems on these fools, you know, and they're not responding or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's all your responsibility. Like, you can't control people, uh, what they're going to like or what they're not going to like, but you can control you and what you do and how you present yourself how you market yourself how you promote yourself how you brand yourself to the public and if i wasn't doing that if i'm always like ellie ah, you know this or whatever and i'm like oh yeah i got this music over here but yeah then they're not going to take it as serious as they'll take it as serious as i take it so if i'm like ellie simony's this plus i got this hot record and you know like whatever and i'm branding it in the correct way then then the response will be there too you know because i don't think it's whack music it's good music all right. everything i've done i'm proud of i mean there's a few songs where i'm like mm. <laughs> but overall <laughs> retrospect yeah like, eh, maybe yeah I'm like, oh, that's better. cool yeah. I, maybe i wouldn't have done that song or it is cool for what it is i'm not like 
excited to hear it right now. Or, but, you know, uh, 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 speaking honestly, uh, uh, a whole new cook. Can you say that about any other song? No, I. That's the thing about this. Cause it was so carefully well crafted and and so kind of like sweated over each line, each snare, each whatever. That I I genuinely feel like every song I love. Now, of course, there's songs that are my favorites and songs that are like there's so you know but but whichever song is my quote unquote least favorite is still like way high on my like this this song is the shit i love this song i love it you know what i mean but still there's one that i like better you know what i mean that's and that's just no you know, no it is because it's like, the same way you do with your children man you always like one better <laughs> i don't tell them but you don't tell them you but you like you. one better and i know you do <laughs> i don't i love them all equally but you i already know the ones like, that i know of are pretty cool oh those, those are cool uh no so you uh you uh, evidence is is with it and he has his hand in the production and yeah. the kind of like the idea for whatever track you guys are putting together well producing the vocals mainly but where the, was it recorded at at his stu- he has a studio right address um, no, I'm not giving the address. And you crazy, you crazy bastard! You. Just, How you dare know, you, you. you? Concept? You, I swear you, to God. If you were just, you know. yo, yo, we were inside his artist studio, <laughs> and yeah, dude. I mean, it was dope. It was such a dope. Uh, you know, I'll give you another story about the way we did it. One of the other things that he set up was, I went in there and they had been working on some the latest dilated record, and one of the techniques they started doing was this, so they were during this new one that just came out. This one that just came series. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Direct- I directors of photography. Yeah. Okay. So I started doing my album a few months after they finished recording that one, okay. and so you know, like I said, there was a long breaks between because he was touring for that album a lot. So I would like do a song, and then you know we'd go months. And it's just, that's how it was. You know, I was doing stuff too. I was busy doing shows and this and that and as well. <clears throat> so he said, well, one of the things we started doing was we started taking the mic off the mic stand. And so we hold, we have the popper stopper there. We hold the mic behind it, but we hold. Like, so you get that feeling like when you're spitting live and I want you to do that. So you're going to rap holding the mic like you're holding it like at a show and you're going to rock into it. Are you cool with that? And I was like, sure, I'll try it. And I got, you know, really used to it. And I'm very used to holding the mic now and just holding my lyrics. I'd have to hold my lyrics like real far because the popper stopper was like right here. So I'd have to hold them out like this because so, otherwise it'd be blocked and I'll just be rocking like, you know. So it was it was a unique experience doing that too. Um, and I think it added to a certain... Um, is that an evidence secret that he's done before or is that something that... I don't know, actually. Oh, but you, but he he came up with it. He said, "Hey, yo, I want you to try we, this." Well, he yeah, the way he yeah, he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it." He said, "I've been doing it with." We started doing it on the directors of photography. That's crazy album, dude. and so I'm so every <laughs> single song is recorded with me holding the mic like I'm at a show uh-huh. and just rocking. What kind of mic are we talking about here? Ah, I don't know what kind of mic he has. Uh-huh. I knew you were gonna ask yeah. me that because you said you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, and sometimes I don't pay attention to stuff like that. Like uh-huh. I'm just into the music and the creative side things. Yeah. I'm like, okay, here is a black mic. Let's go, You know, and I don't really like right. even. So I don't know. Okay, I but I do know that. Every, you know, when we started, he was going to make every beat on the ASR-10, which is a keyboard sampler. Uh Um, But we ended up making like two or three beats, um, or he made two or three beats on his MPC as well. So they're made with actual gear, not like... not like computer programs or anything. Right, so it was right. an MPC yeah. and the ASR-10. So it was like super old school, like classic Th- way it's to just, make a record. Like it's so fitting for, for evidence to be like, all right, hold the mic. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like real MC shit. And like, it when, is real when MC production shit, comes real. down, it's like, no, 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 I'm going to use the pets. Like, like yeah, exactly. that's what's up, bro. Like, that's it was, exactly it was like, what you he, want. It was like, I, and I feel honored because it was like I asked him, hey, will you produce a record for me? And he said yes. And then between the time he said yes and we started, he actually gave it some thought on what he wanted to do with me. So I felt honored. Like, damn, dude, that's dope that you, you know, maybe it wasn't like that. Maybe he's like, no, that's just how I do. But it felt like he, the day I walked in, it felt like he knew already. He had thought about how he wanted to do the record with me. From just not knowing evidence at all personally. Like, shook, shook his yeah. hands like once, like six years ago, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but from everything that you're telling me as in like the idea and how invested in time he was yeah. and like, the it, it, I, I, it's, it'd be hard to believe that he just said one, woke up, oh, oh, I forgot I got Cook coming in today. Yeah. Like he had it been like, okay, this is what I know uh, from Cook. I'm knowing all these years. This is how he works. This is how I work. What's the best way? Because it also sounds like he's very much saying like, you're going to spit on, on my beats. Okay. But you got to, you're going to spit proper. On yeah. Yeah. Beats. No. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? Like it's you, you and me are both represented it, on exactly. And That's so it's exactly got to come said. out right. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. told me stuff like that too. He was like, you know, like if I tell you like, Hey, I think we should change this. It's only because. I want the best because this is my, you know, my project as much as it's yours. And and I like the idea that he took ownership too, because that's what I wanted as well from these EPs. I wanted them not to just throw me beats, but I wanted them to go like, my new project is a whole new cook. My new project is yes, blue and cookbook. My new project is Phantom Menace cookbook and, D- and DJ Ramatic. Like I wanted them to feel that way as well. And so, um, and so I felt like he was approaching it that way too. Like, yeah, it's my project. And so if it's my project, it's going to be the best we can make it. And I feel like it is. Dude, I, I'm just, I'm picturing you holding the mic up and spitting. Yeah. That's so raw. Dude. Yeah, 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 man. Um, Yeah, it was great. That's just one of the things. Like, there's many little things that we did. But, I mean, I've told you a lot of them. But the, um, and I have another story. And this could even roll into the next song if you want. I don't want to, yeah, like, step on no, your no, toes. Please, but, please, please. So, uh, I came in day one, the very first song. And I came in uh, with a mission in my mind. I had my own personal mission that I was like, I'm going to come in here today. The first time I spit raps, the first time I record a song, you know, for this evidence project, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to blow his mind. Like, I'm going to kill it so hard that this fool's just going to be like, oh, which, you know. Which is hard to do with, yeah. with, with ev- first with evidence and then second, just alone with someone that's been around that long yeah. and has seen yep. the spitters of the spitters yep. and been able to keep up and blah, blah, blah with this stuff. So you went in there saying, okay, I'm yeah. going to impress him. Yeah. And be like, Whoa. yeah, that's okay, what I wanted. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he knows, you know, I doubt he like super follows my career, but he knows my raps and he knows, you know, a little bit about me and just cause we've been friends for a long time too. And, um, so I went in with the intention of, of like doing that. So I get there that day. He has a beat that he made. I, I go, you know, he had a few beats that he had made that day. And I said, I like this one. Cool. And he, he, on the first one, he, he went in the house and I just stayed out there writing these raps. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm so, and I was just, I was so like, I had put my mind in a place where I said, I am going to do this, that I did it. Like my mind was like, so the way I was writing everything I wrote and so, um, he comes in, I'm like, I'm ready to go. He's like, cool. So he pushes record and I just spit these bars like blah, 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 blah. I had written three verses to this song. Like the, some were kind of shorter cause I just fit within the way he had the beat structure. 
And I spit the whole verse and then stopped it. I'll never forget it. And he like slaps the space bar, stops the track, and he's dying laughing. Because I wrote, I wrote li- like, oh no, like, li- like funny lines. <laughs> Dude, I would be like, no, oh, no, no. Laughing. That's, that's no, what man. I want. No, that's what I wanted. Cause oh, I, I wrote like some lines that are kind of funny and stuff. And yeah. so he, he stops it and he's like, Dude, I forgot how freaking funny you are, man. And he goes, This is the <laughs> shit. And I was like, Dope. And so we finished recording it and it was like, Oh man. And so, um, the song is called, uh, Cookbook Got the Answers. And uh, off of the sway, you got the answers type thing. Well, you have to listen to it, and then I, <laughs> a, and then I'll tell you why I called it that yeah. after we hear the song. We'll, we'll t- I'll but tell this you is the, the one that you said I'm going to impress everyone. Th- I'm going to impress. So okay. this is actually the very. It's the. Uh, it's like the sixth song or something on the on the album, but it's the very first song we recorded. Day one, I wrote these raps and recorded them the same day, and it's Cookbook got the answers. Sway in the morning. Yeah, check one, two. Can I get a little more of my headphones, though? I wanted to ask you something, man. What up, Sway? Did you bring a verse with you? You know I did. Come on, man. You know what's up. Man, it's your first time doing this on Sway in the Morning. I've been waiting a lifetime for this, man. Let's do this. Oh, snap. We about to get it in. I know. Let's go, man. What now listen, got? cookbook, they yeah. could be written. It could right. be something off the album. Okay. I don't care. I just want you to spit. You a true MC. The only way I know to succeed is not stop. Non-stop phonetics presented as hip-hop. Uh, in its finest form, rhymes that keep vaginas warm. Make and recreate so I won't change into a dinosaur. No velociraptor rapper. I spit the thoughts that capture and captivate your before. I'm the after. So picture this in Instagram and spit like this over evidence and unfair advantage. Told you, everybody, stop the presses. I told you, you want some more? Stop the presses. So put my name up in the winning column Tried to let you know from the beginning That I've been a problem Mommy. It would benefit you to put me in the mix Like waffle batter and stop fucking with these awful rappers First a menace, now I'm on my Sid Viciousness Now I'm off to shatter, not just an awesome chapter CBEP Volume 3 with the EV Fuck what you read, seen and heard on TV The CB is on some shit, you cannot see me This is real life, not IMAX or 3D in a different place from where I first started yeah. Screaming good riddance to the dearly departed In a different place from where I first started I'm getting so honest oh, man, what are we so doing? These rich dicks, they get licks off fish sticks as Kanye Oops, I meant Kimye This shit, here's the Bombay We blow up like Pompeii My old board was concave My new tour and new chick are both called Beyonce I told you I molded the flow till it's tranche Go for the gold, I don't care what the fox say I rock out the box, never off out they socks They get knocked, grab the knot, got my posse on Broadway At the deli, hit me on the telly Can you smell me if you need compelling? Beats and raps, we got it all day. This is to the hardest way. Me and evidence are like Clooney and McConaughey. That is a real MC, ha, no doubt. <laughs> Thanks, Cookbook. Appreciate yeah. you, homie. Yeah, no doubt, man. I told you, man, I've been waiting to get up here and spit with y'all, man. Even though New York is crazy cold, man. Damn, Sway, you yeah. got me right. <laughs> Shout out Matthew McConaughey on the beat. Look <laughs> that trick. Yeah, whoop that trick, yo! Kidnap that trick! <laughs> I like that, man. Yeah, thanks, man. This dude right here, man. Yeah? Always been a big yeah. never said no. Of course, man. Anything, man. Anything you want, bro. You want some lunch, Sway? Let's go. I'm just saying, Sway. Support that. Support him. Shots, bro.
Oh my god. Yeah, that was Cookbook Got the Answers. <laughs> Cookbook Got the Answers. Yo, so when we did this, you know, I, I spit those the verses first, of course, right? Yeah. And he always had after I did the raps, he would say, Man, this beat reminds me. This is what he said. This beat reminds me of like when you go to a radio station and you're doing an interview and then they want you to spit or freestyle or whatever. And then they go to the DJ like, hey, put some beats on so like the MCs can spit. And it, it, this feels like a beat that they would put on for you to rap to in that scenario, right? And so I was like, dope. And then so he kind of had this idea to kind of like maybe make it sound like we're doing like a radio. We're at radio doing just that. So I was like, okay, cool. And we did this song and then just it was on like the back burner for a while. Like we were working on other stuff. And then one day I came to the studio. He was like, yo, I got it, dude. He's like... It would it be so hilarious if we, you know, um, like got a bunch of like quotes from Sway and just made it sound like you were on Sway in the morning. And I was like, oh, I love that because one of my goals is to go on Sway in the morning. Like I really want to go up there. Um, and one of my goals for this album even was I, I was hoping to make it happen on this album. So I set the intention and I got a lot of things that happened that happened really great. Um, but I didn't quite get to Sway yet, but just the fact that this exists is, is number one. And number two, yeah, Sway has heard this. And oh, yeah, honey, boy, how do you know Sway has heard this track? Because his DJ, who DJs on you know the Sway in the Morning show, um, is a reporting DJ and, and he got the he got um he was serviced the album. And so I would get reports on what the DJs are playing, and then he would tweet about it. He would tweet out his his playlists for certain nights and certain this, that, and the other. So he, he tweeted out that, um, that, you know, what he played that night and he tagged me in it. So I saw it or maybe Instagram. I don't remember what it was. I was like, Oh, okay. That's dope. I was like, I didn't know Sway's DJs playing that. So I hit him up. Yo dude, thanks for the love. He said that he hit me back. Thanks. And I said, yo, you got to tell me, dude, has Sway heard this? He goes, yeah, I played it for him. I was like, Oh, and what did he say? What, what did he say? What did he, he like? loved it. He, he, he loved thought it. it. Yeah. He thought it was yeah. great. Cause you never know. He might be like, Hey dog. Yeah. Like, but it's kind of funny because I took probably like 14 Sway in the Morning epi different episodes with him interviewing different kind of people. Yeah. And it sounds like he's talking to me. It sounds like he's really yeah. talking to like me. Like I yeah. found him saying cook one place yeah. and book another place. I, I was going to ask you about that. Like how did that, how did that, do we have, so it was just you. So, it, so it'll be like, yeah, yeah. So right now we got cook book up in the studio. So me and Ev would be dying <laughs> laughing off that. The funny thing is after we did all of this, I found an interview with Sway um, he was interviewing Two Chains, and Two Chains had just written a cookbook. So they said it like forty-five times in that interview. And you're like, ah! But it ends up better because it's kind of funny yeah. that it's like, you know, because you it, that's kind of like the wink, wink of the joke. Yeah, it's like, yo, we up here with cookbook, and we about to get into some raps for some cookbook. <laughs> it just sounds so weird. Yeah. Um. So the, yeah, so it just came out real tight, man, and and. Uh, so uh, people, you know, like uh, they're like, oh, so what are you trying to do? What are you trying to get at? And I tell them, dude, I'm going to give you a name that I branded myself mm -hmm. so you guys can understand what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, a Sway Corolla. 
Sway for Sway Calloway, obviously. Adam Carolla. And Adam Carolla being the. So Sway is, dude, even as a kid, and I yeah, bullshit you now, bro. I oh, bullshit you now. Watching and listening to, because uh, you could watch them. Remember? You, you, yeah. you were able to watch the wake up shows. Yeah, yeah. I was fascinated by Sway because I was like, like first the the level of respect that Sway got on that on, on yeah. the, even now I, I mean it's still there but yeah. then right yeah. and how good he was at just like um, maneuvering and managing and kind of like okay we're doing this and now we're doing that and here's this and and then all this other stuff that he did I was like yo that's dope like whatever he is doing like that's so awesome so I would watch it for as much as King Tech or yeah. Or Revolution or Sway. You know, I would watch it for them three. Yeah. That's the same as I would listen to the, everyone coming through, Cannabis, Tech Nine, everyone do all that yeah, stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. And Corolla, obviously, because he has like the biggest podcast on the planet. Yeah. So that's, th- those are just like ambitions. So getting to Sway, that's why like I love that fucking song now because, <laughs> dude, like, a hundred percent like that's just like my dream and ambitions and like yeah i just want to go on there you know? man i just want to go on there and yeah. hang out with them bro uh-huh. and just be chilling yeah um and i will i'll get to it that's dope man. you know i got my future goals and plans i'll get up there and yeah okay hang. and then it'll be a real one Dude. you know what i mean and also what and i always play said, that like if i go on sway in the morning <laughs> yeah. and i get to do five fingers of death or all the you know uh, the, the things yeah. like i always told myself like i'm freestyling Oh, I'm you not are spitting written. I don't care if they if I end up like falling off at any point or being whack. Why? Saying, why? Why? Why, why is that? I just want to do it. The truth for cookbook. I just want to do that. I want to go up and then I'm gonna say, look, I've always I'm gonna tell him that too. I'm like, yeah, I always said I was gonna freestyle. I'm gonna freestyle. Let's have some fun and just All have right. fun, bro. I don't want to be always so serious. Like you can hear my serious bars, you know, listen to my records. But let's have some fun, man. I'll spit some shit about people in the room and like do do some live shit, you know, and like so it's cookbook. Uh, Good doesn't sound right, but is cookbook a good freestyle? Um, I am a good freestyler. At one point, I was very good. Okay. Like very, very, very good. Um, but more like in the beginning, when I first started rapping, it mm-hmm. was like mid to late 90s and like super emphasis on like freestyling. Everybody was freestyling. So, I, you know, that's all we used to do. I remember if I got tapes recorded of like me and the homies freestyling, freestyling, freestyling. Me and like w- before we were even LA Symphony, we just met each other just in my mom's garage. My mom used to just let us come in there and have barbecues and just fools who were DJs would just come over and fools would just spit, spit, and I would just try to record it all. Right. But that's all we did was freestyle. Yeah. So we're always challenging each other, everybody different styles or whatever. And I never stop freestyling. I always freestyle. I can spit a basic rap, you know, whatever. It might not be the dopest thing, but it might. Who knows, you know? But um, but yeah, like I recently I went on uh, Beat Junkies Radio uh-huh. and I freestyled. And it was funny. It was super fun. And I was just doing my thing and having fun with, the, you know, everybody. And they were all feeling it. Um, my man Uno was listening in. And I talked to him afterwards. He's like, oh, man. He's like, you were freestyling. He's like, I just have my fingers crossed. I was like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't fall off. And I was just <laughs> laughing. I was like, dude, I wouldn't yeah. fall off. Because even if I fall off, I'm not going to fall off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep having fun and just keep it yeah. rolling. And I feel like sometimes that gets lost in, in this world. And then, like, you see these videos of these newer rappers who get asked to freestyle or whatever, and they, they just don't even know what the concept is, and they get angry about it. And you don't have to freestyle. You don't have to know how to freestyle. You don't have to whatever. But, like me for me i just want to do it that's just what something i want to do go on freaking satellite radio right and just and freestyle freestyle no and it is it is dope but it, there, there is kind of like a a negative connotation to an mc that doesn't freestyle properly right i think so but but i'll tell you this in 
that will kind of just wave it off, at least it should. Raskaz doesn't freestyle. Mm-hmm. One of the illest lyricists. And you don't, like I said, like he you just, don't he have just to. do that. He just, he, he, he himself knows, like, dude, it's not my strong suit. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but obviously he can pin amazingly. Of course. You know, so it's like, okay, well, if Raskaz isn't putting it to be the end of, end all of, yeah. of, of MC, and then I'm fine with that, you know? Cause yeah. I, I'm not a great freestyler either, but I think I like to think that I can write pretty neat. Yeah. You know, I can, I can write pretty nice. But the freestyling thing has just always been kind of like, th- dude, that's a special skill that that motherfucker's got over there. It's He's like nice, something, so though, too, that, go, we go were, to him for that we were little kids. You know, we yeah. were just kids. So it's kind of like, you know how they say, like, when you're a baby, you can learn language, you can learn so many things because your mind's like a sponge. Mm-hmm. We were still sort of in a development in our lives, and then we're freestyling. And that's all we did. Every day, boom, 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 pigeon would come over. You know, the homies would come over. Like I had, like Merce and them used to come over. We used to, I used to freestyle so much with Merce. And Merce was a beast in high school and shit. That motherfucker could freestyle like. <sighs> he actually see him rip fools in battles and stuff. You know, these fools jumped us because because he ripped some guy earlier. Oh, I got to tell the story. I got I got to hear this Merce. <laughs> okay, Merce got me jumped. So, so well, no, I I actually wasn't there. Like they kind of got beat up and said, "God, I wish you and Uno were there, man," because we got our asses kicked. But we were on we were on Third Street Promenade. Like I said, we're just like high school, whatever, rolling around. Um, and some I don't know how we started freestyling. We just started freestyling. Some dudes came up, and they were like, "Yo, man, you know, fuck that shit, whatever." Like, and started trying to battle us. And like Merce, I just saw him just shift into another mode, and he just came out the box and. Just, I don't remember one word of what he said. I'm t- we're talking about like we were kids. He was like, he just ripped them up, blah, blah, blah. And we were, all the homies were there. So nobody tried to get like loked up, you know what I mean? In that moment. But he tore this dude to shreds. I mean, he killed him. Like he probably rapped like 46 bars, just going, killing him, killing him, killing him. The guy didn't even want to rap again after that. He was like <laughs> over. He was, you know how fools yeah. get all butthurt and get all in their feelings and stuff. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, dude. Whatever, I'm out. Whatever, Fuck man. this shit. Man, fuck you guys. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Man. Whatever. Yeah, so he so he bounced, right? So the next weekend, um, Merce and uh Eli and some couple of other homies were um at Third Street again. Well that dude rolled up and come to find out later he was like from like a halfway house. He was like a more of a street kid, mm-hmm. like whatever, like and he rolled up with like a cholo dude and like a few other like <laughs> like more real G type in individuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like, what's up now, motherfucker? You know, like, yeah. and, you know, started, they started scrapping. Well, Merce was down for his, he was doing his thing, but um, the other dudes with him were not like as uh, <laughs> gifted fighters. My man, Eli, from what I hear, I remember how the story goes, he went for it, man. Yeah. He was swinging on fools and uh-huh. trying his best. But Eli's, you know, he's a little dude. Yeah, he's not. He's he not, got pretty rocked, man. Okay. Everybody. So, like, I seen him, like, the next day, and they were like, fuck, man, Jason, why weren't you there, man? Yeah. You know, we needed you with Uno. Because, you know, Uno's big. Like, I've seen Uno, like, that's another story. Like, okay. Uno is, like, the gentle giant. But, like, if it's time to scrap, you don't want it with Ooh. Mm. Like, literally, you don't want it with Ooh. Uh-huh. He's the big homie. Like, yeah. he's the reason why I talk so much shit. Because I always know I can talk shit, and guess who's going to step cool in and be like, you it. ain't okay. doing nothing to yeah. him. And I always felt that way growing up, you know? Anyway, so they were like, ah, oh, you know, so they kind of had a little bumps and bruises and black eyes and shit. And that's just from ripping fools. But that's what we did. We would freestyle so much. That's all we did. And, and so it, it's kind of like riding a bike in a way. You might not be as good at it, but you can always basically freestyle once you Do kind of establish Does any of your freestyles end up on page? And- yes. Matter of fact, there's been a few verses recently 
like I did a couple of guest spots and stuff where I sort of had an idea and I wrote some stuff and then I got to the studio and I didn't like it and so I, I freestyled the verses and it was so fun and they actually came out really dope and I, I'm not going to say I freestyle from beginning to end but I would like start freestyling until I got like maybe two bars that I liked and then I would wrap those bars again until they were tight and start freestyling until I got the next so I basically freestyle wrote I guess I guess that's probably how like Jay-Z and them say they do it like they never write shit down I, I'm, I'm assuming that's how they do it but that's how I did it I just it, it, it's just so funny and I don't I don't remember if it was pause or it was somebody who like broke it down and they're like dude well think about it when you have when you're Jay-Z right and you say you never freestyle how easy is it for Jay-Z who has like unlimited funds and unlimited time in the studio right to be like yo I'm Jay-Z pop stop yo I'm Jay-Z you know me all right stop like to just like continuously yeah, stop yeah. whatever he wants and then just be able to say I but never wrote it down. From what I heard, like he does a little bit like that, but he also like the he's like legendary yeah, in the studio for, for that the shit. For yeah. like not doing that as much. Like he'll he'll go like let the beat run and it'll be like five minutes and then he spits like eight bars of some incredible shit. Like like legit. So that's what I've always heard the stories like from different sources when you hear interviews about when they've been in the studio with Jay Z and how crazy it is. You know, supposedly Lil Wayne does that too, you know, but who knows? I think a lot of people do it the way I did. It was like one bar, two bars where you're like, you know, I spit, I just was freestyling and then, but, but have, going back to your point, there's definitely been where I'll freestyle a line and be like, damn, that shit was tight. And then I'll write it down and then I'll work it within the, you know. And there's always like that line you think of, but it doesn't sound right in your head and you're like, okay, no, there's, there's something here. Yeah. I got to write this down and kind of figure out this puzzle. Well, right? yeah. I mean, sometimes you, you say something and, and like what you say is dope, but you got to figure out the pattern of it. Yeah. And you got to figure out how you're going to say it. Or maybe a different word. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of kind of putting the listener in in the moment. So instead of saying uh, the book was read, this mm-hmm. book is read. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's changing the the to this to kind of like yeah, yeah. paint a picture instead of like form. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean... I, I think that's dope. I think that, that, you know, any approach to lyricism that's creative and and trying to think about things, think about the listener, think about, you know, all aspects of it is great, you know? So you were kind of telling me, like, you know, you wanted to uh, speak your mind and just say, you know yeah. what, this is what I got in mind, this is what I want to do. For, for uh, A Whole New Cook in particular, what did you approach it with? Uh, like, did you have anybody in mind for them to be like, oh, okay, he's changing? Or was it like a self? No, it's more for myself. I mean, at the, at this point in my career, I've had enough material out there that people kind of are getting an idea of where I stand on things, but not fully. And I, I'm not interested in having a lot of philosophical or religious or political conversations with people either. I don't feel like I have to answer to anybody. But I did just, it's like getting it off your chest, kind of cleaning your palate, just, you know, wiping the slate clean and so by me saying all those things it was more for me just to clear my my vibe or whatever just clear it all out and just be like now now i'm back to like super fun loving like my new single is just real fun and happy and um but i i I like to do everything you know i like to to uh, the full range of emotion now with evidence having so such an influence on the entire project right yeah what do you what were you what was the one thing or what was it that surprised you the most about how he works um well i told this story about how how he makes his beats 
And I think, you know who Young Guru is? Speaking of Jay-Z, he's the engineer who was also a producer, but he engineered for like Jay-Z. He did a lot. He engineered and worked and even made beats for like Little Brother. Like, so he's been around. Um, and one day I went to Evidence's house and that dude was there. And I was like, oh shit, it's an honor to meet you, blah, 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 blah. So we we're talking. And he, before I got there, like they had been producing together. Like, you know, Ev would bring shit up on the turntables and sample it and da, da, da. And so I was, uh, I was, listening to the beat as a whole and you hear it it sounds like a dope groove it sounds like whatever and then he started kind of soloing out the parts of it and it's like these little tiny things it's like these little tiny things that that <laughs> wow <laughs> wow my man evidence Dude. is calling me he, right he now he feels the force of no answer i want to i want to no no, no. Oh. so <laughs> it, he pulls out these little tiny pieces and he creates this stop talking about me this thing right <laughs> yeah so Young Guru said, dog, seriously, you are the king of making something out of nothing. Yeah. And I think that was a, a huge thing to me. Like when, when I saw you are the king of making something out of nothing. Uh -huh. So that was huge to me too. Cause when I saw, I mean, I learned a lot about production as well through the process and I learned some tick tricks and tips and things on what he does. And, and he really does take these things and there, there's nothing about what he does that's just a straight loop, even though it sounds like it. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the best example from my record. It's one of my favorite beats because it reminds me of one of my favorite Gangstar beats. Um, and it's the song called It's On Me. And that's the one that features Mad Child and Elemento. Right, right, right. I was there from beginning to end when he, when he was making that beat. We were going through records and he would just hear something and he would start sampling things or looping things and chopping things up. And he brought this thing in, into, into the ASR. And it's a very like, I'm not going to even tell you a little bit about it because you might even guess it. That's how recognizable it could be. But what he did with it, and I'm not going to tell you what he did with it either because I'm not going to blow up his Great secrets. Story, Cook. Great I'm not going to blow up his secrets. But what he did with it was so incredible. I couldn't believe like... That it was still the same sample. Yeah, like I was watching him make it and I was like, this is so not what's on that turntable. Like it's so not. Like the way he flipped it, the way he chopped it, the way he placed everything where it goes, the, the way he did that whole thing, I was just like, I can't believe how dope this is. And um, and then... uh. You know, he put the drums and I played the bass and I, and then I loved it so much because if it, it, it felt like that premiere beat that I love and um, it's actually, you know, moment of truth yeah, that it feels like that beat to me. Oh, and dude. so I loved it so much because it's one of my favorite premiere beats, uh -huh. just that emotion. Right, right, right. And um, and so, yeah, that that song became It's On Me. Uh -huh. And um, and yeah, dude, it, it just, that's the biggest example of how he just takes these little pieces and turns it into like something crazy and dope. Super dope, super dope. Let's listen to it. All right, let's roll into that. So, it's on me, featuring Mad Child and Elemento. <laughs> Never hold the key, even around my older peeps. Now I lay me down to rest, pray my soul to keep. I know exactly how a coward and a soldier sleeps. One eye open, trying to control the beat. Not just a good man, maybe more, maybe some less.
unless something gotta change So it's me, I know that's the best I always stay fresh But when it's time to give in What will life be like when Cook is dead and Jason's living? It'll take some planning, mind expanding I hate that I'm a phantom to the masses after all the anthems I hate the fact that we base life on Instagram friends And someone speaking from the heart is seen as crazy ramblings It's a gamble, my entire life on top of samples For some fame I risk the shame of being lost and trampled I lost soul at crossroads, I just talk more It's all I got, yo, the hell should I stop for? Every day awake to make the most of my own Nobody else gonna be in control of my home I said it's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me Got every reason to breeze up and keep my cheese up G's up, this is my season, now watch me free up It's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me I sit at home at night and write without the lights on Knowing I can wrap around these kids like I'm a python Psyched up, ready to ignite like a pipe bomb Calling me a legend, I'm an underrated icon Jump at the chance whenever I can perform One of the world's hottest splitters, I'm a tropical storm Talking to myself like I am not to conform Cause it's a different generation than when I took the floor Everybody knows that I'm an entrepreneur But I'm experienced to understand the concept of war Rappers run for me like I'm a headhunter Stomping on the head till I get red runners Demonstrate greatness, you emulate fakeness Plus a whole bar is like a heavy plate weightlift LA, this is symphony in my head, it's a great gift Peace to all the visionaries, kids that used to shapeshift Every day awake to make the most of my own Nobody else gon' be in control of my home I said it's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me Got every reason to breeze up and keep my cheese up G's up, this is my season, now watch me free up It's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me Optimistic, the death wish of a pessimist Honesty's ally, serving another dish Granted access, it's perfect practice Control madness, we're all God's gift Truth be sold, that old cheese is covered in mold Can't believe everything we've been told Warm-hearted bloodstream pumps cold 49ers keep looking for gold On the beaten path of success Struggling more, not less Dealing with the unknown the cover's never blown, confidence is shown on our own Cash cropping off these clones Their self-esteem is too low to bring them any lower Game over, I'm a reconciled soul Records I hold doesn't reflect the whole Protect the old and collect the toll Give thanks for bankroll Make no mistake, there's greatness here And by design we were made to persevere Motivate to this, flourish in life Rich before the wealth and dark before the light. light Every day awake to make the most of my own Nobody else gonna be in control of my home I said it's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me Got every reason to breeze up and keep my cheese up G's up, this is my season, now watch me free up It's on me, it's on me, it's on me It's on me, it's on me, it's on me What the? What kind of book this is? Oh, that, uh, well, that's a cookbook. Yo, that's my track, It's On Me, from A Whole New Cook.
by me and evidence cookbook and evidence that track features mad child and elemento it's actually the only song on the album as well that has guest spot guest rappers you don't have there's no evidence uh oh well he is on he is on one song he's on a hook Oh, he's on a hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. he did a hook on, yeah. on one song, which is another great song. The, the, the dope part about that is not only where we just talk about Match Out separately and Elemental separately and, yeah. and they came together, is uh, I have a connection with Match Out myself. When Match Out first came back out, well, first of all, Swollen Members. Like, yeah, yeah. Forever. I was just, since I was a, I, I, I tell this story all the time because it still fascinates me that I was uh, uh, the Mexican kid in school that had a tape from a Canadian underground hip-hop group yeah. in high school. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how in-depth I got. I yeah. dove into hip-hop, right? And I finally got a hold of this tape because it was a tape, balance, mm. balance tape. And it was blue with the battle axe, white yeah. with the baby blue battle axe on it. And just bumped it and listened to it all the time. And then I got a hold of the CD, you know what I'm saying? It was just, yeah. and forever, like, Match Out Prevail were just like, it was yeah. the Bible to me. It was just like I told you, it was one of those times where you just listen to an artist over and over and over and over again. Yeah. That was Match Out for me. And when he That's came, dope. he went through everything and I followed him through every album and all that stuff. And then, you know, he kind of disappeared a little bit because he wasn't able to enter into the US. Yeah. He opened up Battle Axe Warriors, like this movement he mm-hmm. wanted to start. And I was one of the first thousand people that was oh, wow. in, 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 inducted into it. Mm-hmm. Right, is that the right word and, that's and, cool and uh, <laughs> submitted my stuff and he, re- he he got back to me he's like dude I think you got a lot of potential this is when I was seeing heavy he's uh-huh. like I think you got a lot of potential we'd love to have you on like here's this stuff and then I got all that stuff going on right dope yeah so he, me, I've always been like oh man Charles like he was like the illest growing up to me you know dope what? And I let me know just being such a a spiritual cat and being yeah. young, you're trying to find your spirituality and yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like we were talking earlier, he could have been labeled a Christian rapper of how heavy he was talking yeah, about yeah. the struggles and it wasn't always glorifying Christianity. It was like most of the, a lot of the time I was questioning it. Like yeah. how what do I do with it? I know it's something, it's something, it's the other, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. both of them being so uh heavy in my presence in my life you know yeah. what I mean? that track was just crazy good dude. dope man I, i'm gonna give you a little known uh-huh. la symphony fact little and then little i'm gonna okay, okay and then i'm gonna talk about this song okay uh did you know that la symphony was offered to get signed to battle axe records once upon a time i did not know that yeah that, oh holy fucking shit <laughs> and we turned it down oh no okay okay well, i didn't want obviously to. you do obviously yeah i didn't want to you um, didn't want to no, no. sign on or turn it down? No, I didn't want to turn it down. Okay. Matter of fact, me and Uno were working on a solo record and they wanted to sign us too. They were like, we want the LA Symphony. Like we gave them all our music. So like Flynn, everybody gave them their music and they go, we want LA Symphony and we want these guys. And they threw some numbers out. And then at the time, there was some bigger numbers and some different opportunities that we thought were going to pan out. So collectively it was voted that we wanted to go that way. But what about with you and Uno? Well, that's again when we were talking earlier about being loyal to a uh, to your to sure. your detriment. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I sh- I if I could, I would have said, yeah, let's we'll go. Who cares? I don't even you pay us one dollar. I don't care because what I was trying to say. My biggest point too, Battle Axe at that time it was like around two thousand four, two thousand five. No, no, probably like two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Battle Axe at that time was like. Um, one of these labels like Stones Throws like that, Rhyme Sayers is like that, where it's a very family. Like if you get on their label, you're like in the family. So in other words, like 
you go on Rhymesayers, you're automatically going to be able to tour. You you step into a machine that's already touring. Same thing with Stonesaw was doing that too. And like Battle Axe was like that. Like they had all their all the dudes signed to the label and it was like, you're going to be just, it's like a one-stop shop. Like, yeah, you're putting your record out, but you, you're going to get into a touring circuit. You're going to get into, so I felt like overall that would benefit more than than whatever little monies we got up front or whatever but it was no beef it was like all right cool i mean money's good too so we we took another deal and that's you know that's what we and did. so so dope was the label at that at that i don't make it yeah. feel any worse no, 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 that's cool. but i'm just saying like dude in an abstract rude uh yeah it was Sun doobie yeah. uh a buck 50 uh dude just like yeah, yeah, yeah. like all these these guys yeah, these yeah. guys like Freaking it was just swollen members it, it was bananas you know so yeah but you oh, know dude and then i never oh, told that story on. so i gave you an exclusive concept <laughs> uh, pr- uh, see that's what's about bro. that's what's about hip-hop you on a raw the viking beat that'd have been dope that'd, that'd have been, been crazy it. right I'd have been down for whatever. If I could get on tour and just tour out and just merch out and frigging travel everywhere, I'd have been down for it because that's what I loved. Uh I was a true road dog. Yeah. But anyway, so getting back to this song, it's on me. Um, Through through the whole process, you know, a a big topic of discussion for me was always like guest spots. Like I want to do at least one real dope guest spot. And I would always like through the course of the thing, I would bring it up with Ev and I would spit names at him like, could you bring this guy in? Could you bring that guy in? What's up? Was, yeah, we could probably do that. We could probably do that. But he would always say like, but listen, man, I've always told you I want this album to be real organic. Like you come, we don't know what we're going to work on. You get here, we're going to work on the beat. We don't know what that beat's going to be. We don't know what you're going to write. We're going to do it all real organic and real natural. He said, I want the guest spots to be like that too. Like, let's just see what happens. Let's see who rolls through. Let's see. Cause that, that could be dangerous too. Well, it could be, but I, he also gave me veto power. Like if I came in and he said, hey, the homeboy stopped by yesterday and, and if I didn't like it. Hey, little Rob was yeah, in like, the studio next to us and he's like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, eh, uh, maybe not. <laughs> so one day uh, he goes, yo, I got a surprise for you when you get to the studio. So I got, and like I said, going to Evidence the Studio, I've met so many dope people that I that I've been fans of because they just roll through. It's they crazy, get beats, dude. they kick it, imagine, they smoke weed, yeah, they just like chill, you know? That's what's up. So I've met so many, that's how I met Sick, that's how I met Sick Jackin, and that's how I met like uh, fucking um, Booty Brown from the far side. I mean, there's tons of people, like Young Guru, like I told you, they just, they just be chilling. So Matt Chaz was working on a record, working on some songs with Ev, and so he was there that particular day, and Ev goes, yo, I got this dope-ass cookbook song we're working on, let me bring it up. You think you could spit to it? And he's like, hell yeah. So, you know. So Matron introduces himself to you for the 15th time, right? And he's like, yo. Well, I I had talk, been talked to him because he had been over there a lot. Yeah. While, while I was. Oh, so it was, or you, he was coming in and out and stuff like that. Right. So he okay. would be there working on shit. I'd be there working on shit. Like, right, you right. know, he's just, Ev's always working. Yeah. So at that point, I kind of, like, I kind of, <laughs> he knew who I was. Yeah, no doubt. You know, like. Yeah. So he he played him the track. Yeah, I wasn't even there. Oh, you were. He's this is him telling you this. Yeah. So he plays him the track. He says dope. So he goes dope. Right. He writes it. He records it. It's there. I he goes. I got surprise for you when you get to the studio. Hope you like it. I'm like all right, dope. I show up and there's a match out feature on my shit and I'm like whoa match out all right and then he goes listen to the verse and the verse is super dope like he killed it that that last those last two lines dude. Just the whole, yeah. just takes you like, whoa, Matt Shaw fucking mixed it in. That's what's up. Yeah, he gave like respect to like basically West Coast underground rap with right, two lines. Right, you know, yeah. and he gave LA Symphony shout out. He gave Visionary shout out. He gave Shapeshifter shout outs. 
And so Ev, being the producer that he is, this song, again, we started working on other stuff, but in his mind, he was always like, you know, something's missing, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Elemental's real good friends with Ev. I'm friends with him. Like, we all know, you know, know each other. Elemental's done tons of work with Ev, you know, so like, um, he... In, his, in Ev's mind, he said, I know what the missing piece is because he says, peace to all the visionaries, kids that used to shapeshift. And so he's like, visionaries. He's like, Elemental needs to be on this. So then again, uh, I come over another day and it was probably months later. And he's like, yo, I got a surprise for you again. Like what? And he's like, check this out. He goes, it's complete, man. I was thinking about visionaries and now it makes sense. Meaning the song. Now it makes sense. And I was like, what and he just pushed play and then there's a freaking elemental feature as a fan not only do i got evan on the beat right i got i got cookbook i got mad child and then i got elemental on one track yeah it's a dope track as a hip-hop head bro i'm smiling i'm like yeah yeah i love that this song, is dope man. yeah i had such a dope like video concept and stuff that would never been able to do but like because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love the song too but yeah basically that's how so that's the story of how my um features came about man amazing yeah amazing dude, dude. So, so so the so the so let's say this fast forward in time all the tracks are done all the records are ready to go yeah how how much control now when do we start taking personal control over this or does it you and ev like all the way through as in like uh the the list and the concept and uh you know he he was pretty hands-on on all the creative stuff like um he definitely had a strong opinion on uh, what order to put the songs in, but we basically agree. We, 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 it all felt real natural. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, also doing, um, skits and he was real big on like doing skits in between and little, like taking like maybe little videos and from YouTube or whatever and, and putting something over a beat or doing little things. So there's a lot of little stuff that we did like that or at the tail end of songs. So he's really big about, he said he wanted the record from the beginning he said he wanted the record to flow. So he wanted like songs to basically kind of go in and out of themselves. So if you listen to them front to back, it'll go like from the song into an interlude into the next song. And it all makes sense. Like, you know, and, and there'll be some kind of a connection into the next song or whatever. Those are always the best albums, right? Because they, they you don't have to stop being in the world of the first song. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it just kind of guides you through yeah, them yeah. and dilated albums do that very well exactly and so that's and so he approached this one that way too so he was involved in all that and then uh i went to work on the promo side and the artwork side and all of that but i i would always um allow him to give his approval too so like i showed him a bunch of like cover art until he finally like hey i like this one i like this one i like this one and then he's like no i like this one so we we decided together and i allowed him i was like yeah let's do that i want you to because I want him to feel just as good about the project as I do. And if I took it and I was like, yo, this is the cover that I want, then he's not going to be as incentivized too. He's going to have like a bad taste in his mouth. Even though he loves the music, he might be less inclined to be like, let's bring this dude on the road with us or let's, I'm going to talk about this record to other people. He'd be less inclined to do that. And and why, you know, he's a, he's a genius at what he does. Why would I not get his input? And, and, and but for, um, not knowing that Ev has done this before, though, like entire projects yeah. with individual artists, this is also a, sh- a chance for him to demonstrate what he can do exactly. purely yeah. on this, it's on good, this it's side. It's like a right? commercial for him, too. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? yeah. Um, and yeah, so um, he was definitely involved in all of that. And then even like 
uh, a little bit in, in sort of how we did the promo too. He, he would have some opinions and, and kind of go like, Hey, I'd, I'd preferred if we did this or this or this. And so I was like, yeah. And so, like I said, I, I had already um, decided in my mind that I was going to submit to the process. Right. So from beginning to end, like um, it was like, we were partners on this, even though obviously we're not a group. Mm-hmm. It was just him producing me. <gasps> I, I maybe uh, no possibly no no oh, okay. no not that I would want it but <laughs> right, like, I right, think right. we're just doing things too busy bro I, we're I, busy he's yeah. got a group he's got a solo career he's yeah. got step brothers uh, yeah. he's got a production career he's got a photography career step brothers too is I have a bunch dude. of career yeah yeah, yeah that's a great shit, album yeah. okay. but yeah so even though we weren't a group it was yeah. like I I treated it like equal we can have equal say in everything even though it's like my project getting produced by him i was like nah it's our project and i wanted him to feel like that too so i'm like yeah dude let me know what you want and we'll keep so it's done released pushed together it's pressed yes you see it yes what your thoughts cook i mean i'm excited and and for me this one was a much uh, harder one to get done just strictly because of the time and both of us being busy you know what i mean so it was such a gratifying feeling to do this record with him and finally have it done because it took a long time to do as well. So, yeah, it felt great. I felt, And then to see the response when the music started dropping, that's when it really felt good. When I just saw the people going nuts for it and people going like, dude, you sound better than you ever have. And this is amazing. This is exactly the right move that you should have done. And like the amount of hate that I didn't get you know what I mean? Like overwhelmingly, even if they don't agree with my viewpoints, they're like, but damn, dude. Dude, it, it picked up shit. like like wildfire. Like from when you said it's coming to when it came <laughs> yeah, bro. to ever just like hip hop DX and, and dude. blogs and site. Dude, e- it everybody really, picked up on yeah. it, man. Uh it was on the it was on the CMG CMJ hip hop charts for nineteen weeks. Get out of here, dude. I mean, people were going like, I've never seen this. I can't believe this. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I spent four weeks at number one. And like 15 of those 19 were probably in the top 10. It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Man. Yeah. So you I was, and- I was beating Kanye West on the hip hop college charts. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what, so have you, you obviously have, but what does Ev say about how he feels about it well, re- coming he, out? He really, it? he really, really, really likes it. I know that. And, and th- what I really knew, cause I, he told me like another thing he told me is like, I want to be able to like, this shit should be on the same level. As like if I'm doing a record with Action Bronson or doing a record with Match Out or doing a record with whoever, you should be like, and I, I'm i not going to like settle for less or whatever. And one of the things he told me is like, I want to be able to like if Al- Alchemist, if he's over here, like I want to go like check out this new shit I'm doing with Cookbook and feel complete like confidence, like push play and that motherfucker's going to be like, yo. And then a few months at some point, like without making the connection in his mind to that uh, I made the connection just because I remember what he said. He was like, yo, Alchemist was over here, man. I played him that song with, uh, I don't know if it was this song or, I think it might have been this song or it might have been A Whole New Cook because he was really on The Whole New Cook when he liked that one too. He, he goes, I played that shit for him. He was he was loving it, man. He was going bananas. And like To me, Alchemist is like my favorite producer Ooh, of all time. He's nice, so dope. Yeah. Like, And so for him to like be like, yo, that shit, that shit was dope. And I even seen him and he was like, yo, yo that shit was dope that you're doing with Ev. And I was Alchemist like, told you this. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah, getting props from your heroes bro Hell get yeah. out of here man hell yeah that's what's up anyway. so it's all done it's all put together you're happy with it hell yeah i'm 100 percent happy I, I was able to do three videos the videos did really well um everything everything did really well you know my 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 
public presence or persona or whatever you want to call it has gone up a lot, like bigger shows. I did Rhymefest this year. I did a little run with Dilated, you know, rocking shows with them. I rock shows with like, you know, just a lot more bigger opportunities. And I, I was able to expand as an artist because of this, like not, not just art with my artistry, but in the quote unquote notoriety or like I'm, I'm much more well known. Uh, I'm much more well respected and seen more as a contemporary of people like evidence now because I did this. And to me, that's better than the money I've received off of it. That because that lasts a lot longer. Like, yeah, I made money. I made some good money. Uh, that's gets spent. But the, the, uh, clout mm. deposits that I made into my clout bank, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that reaps a benefit that is you know goes well beyond and um i think that that was an important part of me doing the cbe piece as well too is like cashing in on my network these guys are friends of mine i've known them for a long time why am i not working with them they're willing to work with me what am i why not why not just go like ev let's do a record repmatic let's do a record blue let's do a record whoever you know whoever i choose to go to next why not <clears throat> they're they're all, we're all collaborating with each other anyway. Like, let's let me start doing some real focused things. And because I focused on a specific goal, and one of the it, my intentions for these projects was to help me kind of climb back up the ladder. I really feel me cookbook standing alone as my own man on the stage has started to get back to the height of the notoriety that LA symphony once had. And that feels really good to me because right, like right. I told you, when I came out of LA symphony and started putting my solo shit out, it wasn't that easy. It was way harder. The fan base wasn't there. It wasn't like what I thought it was going to be. I thought I'd step into a solo career and just keep it rolling and be making money. And it wasn't like that. And so I had to work my way back up and through these EPs has really been the things that have like, I took quantum leaps, you know what I mean? Ahead to where now I, I've been standing on stage in front of thousands of people again, and that feels so good, man. Well, if your goal was to establish yourself and to tell people that you're here as cookbook, solo artist, and you're going to kill it, you did that with this album. Thank dude. you, bro. I hope the, so. The album sounds amazing from beginning to end, and I'm I'm so happy for you mm-hmm. to to for you to find who you are as a solo artist, team up with the best that's doing it out as yeah. solo and independently, and killing it the way that you're killing it. Dude. Yeah, man. Thank you. Do where can we listen to it? Where are we finding it? So, all that good stuff. You can get it everywhere you get music digitally. So if you go, if you get it on iTunes, it's there. If you get it on Spotify, it's there. It's on, I still it's use on, Napster. Well, you can probably get it there too okay, if cool. that's your thing, right, man. Right, right. And I'm cool with that. Cause I, whatever the OG, you know, 56k. Yeah, modem. That's cool, still, man. You, <laughs> get off the phone. I'm on the AOL. Yeah. You still got it. You still be using AOL. <laughs> But literally anywhere you can get music digitally, sure, sure. it's there. Uh-huh. And then if you want a, like a physical CD copy, yeah. I sell them on my shows, but also I have a link uh, in my Twitter. So it, if you want to follow me anywhere on social media, it's at cookbook the PR as in Puerto Rican cookbook the PR. So if you go to twitter.com slash cookbook the PR, um, you'll see I, I have a pinned tweet at the top. That has links to where you can buy physical copies of the CD. So if you want the CD, and you seen, I'm all about the physical copy. Like I want, I like yeah, to yeah. feel my music. And like, well, if you don't have one, you said you have one. I don't, you don't have. I'm going to get you one okay. right now. I want one, and oh. I want it signed. This is here. You want it to say, yeah, because exactly. I can do that too if you want. <laughs> Cookbook. 
uh, concept, blah, blah, blah. Here's evidence address. Thank you for everything. Yeah. Appreciate the kind of shit. Yeah, no. No. All right. <laughs> hey, gotta try. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, follow me everywhere, all the places, man. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, we had a long conversation about production. In the beginning, I was talking about my own production. Well, I've kind of come full circle where I'm back on the production tip. I have a good, good, good. shit ton of beats that I've put up for sale. Really? Where? Yeah. SoundCloud.com uh-huh. slash cookbook the PR. Uh-huh. I've got um I've got a batch of 41 beats up there and that's only because that's the limit um, that I could put up there right now. I haven't, you know, got the paid site yet. Right, right. Um, but I have tons more too. So as I sell beats, I recycle them out and put new ones up. But whatever's up there right now, um, I think is available. There might be a couple that are not available that I just haven't cycled out yet. But soundcloud.com slash cookbook the PR. And um, I think because I've been doing these and kind of ease back on my own production for a few years, people don't, they kind of forgot about that aspect of me. But that's like a dope income stream and a dope artistic uh, avenue that I like to take too. So I, I went back to that. I've never stopped making beats, but I went back to putting them out to the public for nice. sale. Okay. You know what I mean? Dope. So I'm doing that. And so again, everywhere is cookbook the PR. So you could, you know, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, you know what I mean? Cookbook the PR, man. I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitter, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. So if you hit me up, you will get an answer directly from me because that's just how I do. Dope. I love to interact with the fans. I really appreciate everybody and, and how much they've supported me. Like I just released a single on on uh, Tuesday, actually, a new, a new single called Jax Teller. And uh, it feels so good to see just the support that people are giving me and the difference coming off of this whole new cook uh in in crowd interaction and support and, and i i just i really appreciate it you know uh thank you concept you've been supporting me for years now and i really appreciate it. i probably met you what three years ago now yeah about three years and uh but even then you know, i was still buying your shit yeah but still, i'm saying you know like ever like, since i known you like yeah. you've directly right as a friend right. and right. as a you know counterpart right. in this right. have supported me too and i really appreciate that thank you for letting me on the first artist studio you know what i'm saying yep, that's right and uh, uh yeah bro. and to you know to your credit not only did i want to hear the story behind this because i was like yeah. Yo, if if i can hear it from cook like this would be dope right that's that was one incentive for me to do it but it was to for me to say who do who would I would like to say down the line? Oh, this is the first inside the artist yeah, studio, yeah. right? Dope, Featuring man. an MC, right? And also, um, who can I sit with that can intelligently and even that word's dumb, intelligently uh, speak and remember and process and really understand what experience what the experience that they just went through? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is a huge deal for any MC, man. But I and I've seen it. They're too young. They're they have an experience enough to realize that's a good thing that they just did. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I, I thought in cookbook was the first thing that popped to my head. So I'm glad Yo, that we made dope. it happen. I wish you the best. Can you give us a name on who you're working with for the fourth one? Or no, I, I because I don't have anything solidified. I have a I have a short list of people that I'd so like to So you even haven't with. decided yet? No. Okay, okay, okay. Um, dope, dope. I have a short list. I've decided on who I would like to work with. Sure. So but, have I. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But, it, you know... I also have to categorize it into people who I have direct links to or at least are like six degrees, whatever, you know, sure, like where sure, I can sure. reach actually. Yeah. Do you have like three names that you're narrowing it down or is it still like way up in the air? No, no, no. I, I'd say there's like three or four that I'm kind of shuffling around with. Okay, dope, dope. Um, but by the way, man, if people want to know more about me and my story, you know, outside of A Whole New Cook or whatever, I have a podcast as well called Really Though, 
that you can, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, right. you can listen to that too. Right, right. And um, that's iTunes and all that. iTunes, okay. Stitcher, all, everywhere, yeah. wherever. Um, and that that is a another aspect of myself where it's music. I call it edutainment. What I do on the podcast because there's another aspect of me where I where I actually coach and I started with a lot of artists where I coach them. Uh, I do consultations and I turn that into a business. So I do that not only with artists but with whoever in I need all some walks coaching, of life. Cook. I need well, some coach. Everybody gets the first coaching session for free. <laughs> How long is a co- coaching session? It's it's anywhere from like forty minutes to an hour, depending oh, on. Oh, I like what that. It is. I got a lot to so say. So the dude. first the first session is always free. Yeah. And if you are interested in that, I, I the coaching is different from consulting. Consulting is usually more about your um, career and real specific on goals and goal setting and things. And coaching is a little more about mind state and more of your internal and you do the coaching. Um, motivations as well. Yeah, I do both. Wow. Um, and so if you're interested in that, cookbookings at gmail.com is my email. Cookbookings, plural, cookbookings at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, and you can listen to the podcast and I do a lot of, coaching type stuff on there and i also interview people and break down uh the, how they became successful and their habits and things so um there's a lot of lots to learn there too and i'm real passionate about that side of things too man so i wanted to make sure i mentioned that bro you're an artist in and out dude. thank you cookbook for allowing us to enter and to join you You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.